Who's ready to party? Ready to party? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because weekends are for partying. That's what your weekends are for. Let's get this party started. Yeah, there we are. Look at these look, guys. Oh, look! It's the most handsomest man on the planet before you. Thank you. Ooh. It does help to have Spanky here, though, because we look so much better by comparison. It, well, you know, too, and it makes us look smaller. It does? It, it, it makes us look thinner. So for that, uh, I'm sad that Spanky isn't here. But other than that, screw him. Good That's Lord. what we need to do. We need to start a service for men where we just take a fat, ugly dude and put him next to a regular dude, and you look better by comparison. <laughs> you look, ooh, we can do that on dating profiles. Yeah, we could. Like, I'll just do 10 bucks an hour. This guy will stand next to you. <laughs> it's, and you circle the, the good-looking one, the thin one, so, like, they don't swipe left, they swipe right, or however that works. I'm not even right, sure how that yeah. works. Hey, what? <laughs> I'll come in. The internet with fatties and uggos. We got this, man. We'll make you look so much better. There you go. I'll come in, everybody, to the Beans and Weedy show is doomed. This is going to be a hell of a show tonight because we are missing one leg. Just one leg. That's it. Just one leg. We don't. We, we've got four legs here. We're missing the fifth, and we don't need him. So screw him. It's just us. I got Jester here. We don't even have a letter of the day. Jester, how are you doing? Jester Doom from It's Doomsday Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Doomsday Podcast. We do need a letter for the day. The audience needs to pick a letter for the day. Ooh. Well, we've yeah, got all dudes. So, yeah, pick a letter. It's all dudes, so I'm thinking it's going to be like the letter D. Someone's going to put in there like the letter S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the letter Nobody cares what letter of the day it is. It's just a bunch of, it's a, it's a sausage fest here tonight. It is. I, I'm excited about it. Uh, it's going to be incredible. So well, I hope Spanky, everybody. Spanky's not here. We don't got no women. Something's wrong, dude. <laughs> it's Mercury and retrograde, isn't that what they say? <laughs> Something's all fucked up. And Mars Mercury is on Capricorn. Yeah, it's on Mars is on Capricorn and uh, Aquarius is fucking sinking. So that's uh, that's with where's Jelly? Where are all these beautiful women? Kylie, nobody. Frankie D. We got titties, but we got no. It's a sausage fest. It Good is. Lord, it's a little sausage. Titties. titties, titties. There you go. Well, welcome in. We got a hell of a show for you. Got a little story to tell you a little bit later on, and uh, I don't know how many of you folks uh, take advantage of the Christmas tra- tradition of Advent. I mean, raise your hands. Give me a one or a two or, or just signify. Do you have an advent calendar sitting out there? Okay, dickhead doesn't. Zero. There we go. Zero. That's Three. not a zero. It's a butthole. Smell it. Uh, no, thank you. I, get that out. <laughs> no, no buttholes. So we got nobody so. doing the advent calendar. Well, I've got some very interesting advent calendars that you may want to take advantage of next christmas season it's too late we're already at the 16th of december you got nine days left until christmas gets here until the big fat red guy or the guy dressed in red and fur and shit sneaks into your house makes love to your wife steals all your what fucking they cookies is, they need like a drug advent calendar somewhere it's like 25 <laughs> different illegal substances <laughs> just say hey guys it's crack day let's try crack they, they probably got those. We're gonna. It's December twentieth. What are we having today? Heroin. No <laughs> shit. All right. It makes Santa a lot nicer. It's really cool. 
Uh, anyway, I've got a story to tell for you. It's a story of love. I think you guys want to stick around for it. It'll be exciting. And, uh, of course, we're going to go over some of the headlines. And uh, if there's anything else going on after that, why, hell yes. We're going to find out what you weirdos are fucking ordering from Uber Eats. Oh, God. Do you do you order from Uber Eats or Lyft Eats or... or fucking no. Joanne on the corner? No. No? No. I, listen, dude, I'm going to tell you what. I hate spending money on food in this fucking country. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Frankie's about to leave. He's asking, is Frankie absent today? Yep. Or, or he's going to stay because that's the second <laughs> time I've ever seen him send something other than titties. Is the fat man dead? I, just, I need to know if he's dead. If he's dead, I'll stick around. <laughs> you got rid of he's in here somewhere. I'm out of here. You got rid of the major oompa loompa. Where I'm hanging around for this. This will be good. I can already tell. It's a quality Maybe show. Frankie's been referencing Spanky's titties the whole time, and we never knew. Well, that's a lot of titty to be referencing. If you uh, fuck yeah, dude. Jeez. All right. Well, let's see. <laughs> so we're gonna find out what everybody likes to order. The weird shit that uh, is being ordered from Uber Eats. We're gonna stay away from things because. Unfortunately, Spanky is coming back. Oh, and he does Uber Eats, doesn't he? I think he does Uber lifting or some shit. I don't know. Sex toys for people. That's a business idea. Delivering sex toys. Think about it. They need to, they need to start listening. I know this is going to sound stupid, but hear me out because I've been in this position. Yes. They need to have. A truck that drives around with a toilet in the back of it and a shower in the back of it. And it needs to be called, like, Johnny on the Spot or some shit like that, where if you got to take an emergency duke and there's nowhere to duke, you could just make that emergency dukey 911 phone call, right? And if it's that bad, you can take a shower when you're there. <laughs> Get the truck rolling up, and then the truck driver's an asshole, so he just keeps driving. He does pulls one of those little things while you're walking up, pulls up a little further. You go up, grab the door, and he drives off a little further. Oh, hey, you know, we got sound effects. Wow, I didn't even know those were out there. Yeah. Oh, there's BP. Welcome in, BP. Thank Yo. you for sharing the show. It's good to see you, BP. Hopefully your blood sugar's a little lower. You can uh, hang around for a while. We're glad to have you. Hello, everybody out there on uh, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Rumble. It's a good day to be seen on the Beans and Weenie show. Is Doom. Great day. I might even have some trivia. I don't know oh. how you feel about trivia, a little Christmas trivia. What do you think? I think we should do it. Why not? Yeah, I think that'll be great. Hey, yeah. um, i got to ask you a question. I was reading an article, and it was about um, Christmas morning, the things that parents do on Christmas morning. Are, are you one of those militant Nazis where you make the kids stay in their room until you get up? No. No. No, I just don't want the kids to open stuff before we're awake. So it's usually, hey, come get us. When you get up, or don't touch anything until we wake up. Um, that's usually how it goes. Okay. Do you, you don't turn into like a sadist? Dingus comes in, Dead Mom, Santa King, go back to bed, you little shit. No, we don't do that. Okay. That's, that's not what you do. Well, that's good. There's some parents that'll do that, and they'll do that over and over again. They become, it's like Machiavellian. They become sadists, and they'll, they'll make their kids go back to the room, shut the door. You don't get up till we drink coffee and, you know, do all that shit. So, 
Now, I have told the kids, like, you know, let me get some coffee in me before we start tearing into all this stuff. But they're up. They're they're out there, like, wanting to go through stuff. But she's like, hold on, I'm not ready for this yet. Well, do you do you make the presentation of Santa? Do you have presents that are unwrapped around the tree, like the bike and the skateboard and shit? So it, if the gift calls for it, yeah, because we have done bigger things that don't make sense to wrap up. So they'll be there. Sweet. Right, so that has happened. So you're following along with tradition. That's a a good thing. Yeah, last year we got Junior a new pedal bike for Christmas. That's obviously (laughs) something you can't wrap up. Then it got stolen. Some crackhead stole his bike, and the best part about it was they replaced it with another bike, but he didn't want it because it was pink or purple or something. So (laughs) some crackhead rolled up and pulled the old switcheroo on his ass, so uh, he had to go get a new bike after that. Well, you know, in a small town, you're riding a pink bike with the little frilly shit on the handlebars. You know, it's a girl's bike you stole, so why not take the mountain bike that looks like a dude bike? The best part about this is he was pissing me off one day. He's like, I need a ride to work. And I'm like, well, you're not getting one for me because you're pissing me off. So you can take your damn pedal bike to work. (laughs) So the whole time he's calling, complaining that his pedal bike's a piece of crap and blah, blah, blah. And then calls later to say that it's got stolen. And I'm like, well, dude, you know, you kind of asked for it. (laughs) (laughs) Karma comes straight to you. Yes, we call that karma. (laughs) There it is. Now you get to ride a little pink bike with a banana seat. Do they still have banana seats on the bikes? Do you even know what a banana seat is? I thought the banana seats were like those elongated seats for you and a friend to ride together. Yeah, no, no, long seat. You put the, yeah, the sissy bars on the back. You attach them to the back wheel, cruising around. (gasps) Shh, everybody, just be still. Oh, shit. Be calm. Did a deer wander into the studio? There's there's a... There's a female in the studio with us. Don't scare. She might run away. Hey, Jelly. Welcome to the show. Oh, hey, Jelly. Uh, Jelly's going to, yeah. Oh, Frankie Bale. I guess Frankie and, uh, and, and Spanky have some kind of weird relationship because Frankie's out. He's, like, gone. He left us. Oh. What are you having? What kind of major malfunction are you having over there, dude? My nose just keeps running. I've been sick for like a month. Well, don't be spreading that shit over here. And it's coming in waves. That's weird, dude. It is weird. So I thought I had this completely kicked, and then like three days later, it just hit me out of nowhere again. So I don't know if I had something, got over it, and then something came back. Yeah. And then, oh my god, I got a story for you guys. Holy shit! What? Listen, I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get gross with y'all. I got some gross stories for this week. All right, but we're gonna talk about one in particular. Let me guys tell me tell you guys. Jester, and all the butt stuff I've done with Spanky on the side. I've never experienced constipation before. Okay. Oh yeah. So there's so listen. There's been times it's like, man, I really got to take a shit, and it's like a rock solid hunk of shit that won't come out. But I experienced true constipation pains the other day. And I I have been on this crazy low-calorie diet, like very strict, no nothing, and I think my fiber intake got a little bit too high, and that created a problem. Yeah. So I, like, just because my low-calorie intake, I'm not shitting every day. I might shit, like, every two days or sometimes <laughs> every three days. And I'm like, well, for as little as I'm eating, that seems normal. Right. Yeah. I'm only eating like five, six, seven hundred calories a day. 
you know, no big deal. So I am here the other night, and I'm doing a clapper live. And I'm like, man, my back is, like, hurting. Like, and I don't feel so great. Like, maybe it's just time I call it a night and go lay down. I go lay down, and I'm like, man, that chair must have really screwed me up. About an hour or two goes by, and I'm experiencing these pains from beneath my ribs, shooting down my legs almost to my ankles. Wow. And I'm thinking, I'm going into renal failure. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, I'm telling my wife, like, you got to call 911. I think I'm dying here. Something's wrong. This is all due to constipation. Yeah. When your body can't shit, it starts doing crazy-ass things. And these pains went on for like three days until I finally got everything moving correctly. Constipation is no joke. And I would always see people like complain and talk about constipation, what a problem it is. I'm just, they're a bunch of pussies, you know. That shit don't really happen in the real world. No, it fucking does. And it is brutal, man. Dude. Dude. <sighs> That's the way to start off a Christmas show. Constipation and how it makes you feel. Could it have been the UTI or the chlamydia that you were experiencing those issues with? I'm just curious. Just Anal COVID. Anal COVID. Anal COVID. You know, they have, uh, they have the big swabs from China. That'll clear that shit right out. Get it? So I was, so I, I stock, as, a, as someone that preps, I stock stool softeners because the thought is you're starting to get on all the survival food. You're right. going to need the stool softeners. The stool softeners were not cutting it. <laughs> That's a very interesting uh, concept. There. Stool softeners, they, you should have them because your water intake will decrease in a uh, shit-hits-the-fan scenario. Yeah. Because clean water won't be readily available. Um, Eric wants to, Podfather wants to know, have you tried an enema? Did you get mischief to give you an enema? No, but fleet? I, man, I probably would have taken it at that point for as much pain as I was in. You would have liked man. <laughs> prunes. Pappy says prunes. Prunes work well. Or a plunger. So, I, I got to tell you, so <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> One, there was one other time I was younger and I couldn't shit, and someone suggested castor oil. Yeah. It, castor oil didn't do anything for me. Maybe I didn't take enough of it. I don't know. But they, they were like, oh, no, you got to drink the whole bottle. And I'm like, yeah, I, I drank maybe like a, a quarter of it, and it didn't do anything. Dude, that will get your insides greased out. When I was a kid, castor oil, you feeling bad? Castor oil, hold your nose, take this fucking giant spoon of this shit, and swallow it. Yeah. I mean, that that was... Which is like, it's yeah. the most uncomfortable thing to swallow. Because <laughs> it's like swallowing a big gulp of air because it's oil. It's light. No, it's like it's, swallowing a, somebody else's big snot rocket. Wow, it's weird. You know, did you have older brothers or sisters no. or anything? No. Okay, well, see, you don't know this wonderful thing. Because if you had an older brother, and I know everybody out there that had older brothers had this happen... They would pin you down on the ground, and then they would do, start drooling that shit from their lips, and it'd get down close to your face, and they'd suck it back in. Then they drool it down again. A big snot gob. 
You know how that works. And then, uh, if I ever catch my boys doing that to each other, they're both getting the shit kicked out of them. They're going to do it, and you'll one never for know. Doing it and the other one for letting it happen. They will, they'll do it to each other. You'll never You're know. You're getting your ass whooped for not whooping his ass for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to do it, and you will never, ever know. That'll be, it'll be a quiet secret. And then when they're like 28 and you're old and decrepit and can't touch them, they'll go, Dad, you know what we did out behind the turkey coop where you cleared out that for the wild turkeys and shit? Yeah. Dingus would hold me down, and he would spit, and then he would drool, and then he would suck it back up. Nah, I got good boys. I mean, I don't know. They do beat the shit out of each other, though. But, they, I mean, they're boys. They're going to do that. And if not, they'll listen to this program, and then they'll learn how to do it. And then, ta-da, you will, uh, you will Oh, that's be. right. I started telling people that I, that, I, that about this show, that I do the show. I'm, I'm starting to kind of put it out there in the ether that, hey, yeah, there's oh. a comedy show that I do. So you got to make sure you make me look good. <laughs> You're, you're, you know. you're, so you're proud of the show now? You're not the uh, uh, no, 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 no. I just, I just figure oh, everybody's uh, like, hey, we should hang out. And I'm like, I can't. I got shit to do. And they were like, what? Well, I was like, oh, the uh, Beans and Weenie show. <laughs> it's, it's, it takes up so much of my time, guys. I just, I can't hang out. I, I was kind of surprised that Malcolm even mentioned the Beans and Weenie show. Well, how much did you pay him to get him to mention that? Oh, he's expensive. He's a. God, I wish he was a cheap whore. He's not. I think it was like twenty bucks to get him to mention that. Well, twenty bucks—that's uh, that's that's the right price for anything. You can I get know, animals. Right? It seems to be the going rate for a lot of dirty. Things. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, that's the way it goes. Oh, good lord. Well, all right. So nobody answered me. Nobody does the advent. I know Jester doesn't do the advent. Jelly, do you do advent? Do you open a calendar twenty-five days each every day? Get a little chocolate treat or some kind of treat out there before christmas god what are you digging for gold anybody that is not tuned in to twitch facebook rumble or uh, uh youtube live you need to do that because jester's over here he's digging for gold in his Listen, nose i'm, t- I'm telling it's you what my freaking. my damn nose i am so above giving a shit <laughs> like if there's something in there i'm getting it the fuck out <laughs> i'm just blue just if it blow. makes everybody else uncomfortable, that's fine. Hit the mute button and just blow that out. I mean, give it the old farmer's blow. Oh, just plug God. up one side and just rocket it out. It's awesome. So Jelly says yes. Jelly uh, uses an advent calendar. BP, Podfather, Jake, do you have an advent calendar for your little ones, buddy? We'll just wait around. Nah, BP doesn't do. You should. You should create an advent calendar with all the food from, like, uh, all those diners and shit. On the 14th day of Christmas, we're going to uh, EP whatever it is, and we're going to get something. Uh, I'm back. It's good that you're here. Well, Jelly. got it all out. (laughs) Congratulations. Well, if you were able to watch the show, which I, I really wish you would, you would see that um, I have gone out there and I have found some interesting Advent calendars with which you can have a lot of fun with leading up to Christmas Day. Now, Up to Christmas Day. That's it. I know that um, the Advent calendar was invented because of the expectation of the birth of Jesus Christ, our savior but now we are twisting this into things that you will not believe first up we've got the tinkle touch advent calendar for couples ladies and gentlemen that's right you heard me for couples 
this calendar works exactly like a classic advent calendar, except that instead of getting a piece of chocolate when you open a window, you get to select between three different activities to enjoy with your partner. Woohoo! Yeah! Oh, yeah. I wonder if any of those are performing in Enema. That's that's day 14. Oh, that's day 14. That's day 14. I looked through some of these. I mean, you know. And uh, it's not safe for work. So, And this is on Amazon. You don't want to get this for your boss. Is what <laughs> Jelly's already found the sex toy ones. Oh, my Lord. I'm going to have to go find those. God, Jelly. 24 days of orgasms. That would be a great one to have. Man. What happened to 25? You Always don't open. That's Christmas, that's Christmas day. day. That's the big, oh, that's oh. The, big uh, the big guy gives you the big O. Okay. Well, if you work at a strip club, I don't know. Get them chocolate. If you work at a strip club, dude, it's Christmas every day. (laughs) And there's probably snow in the back room at all times. Just saying. All right. So for those of you out there also, we've got the Ted Lasso, 15 Days of Socks Advent Calendar. We have any Ted Lasso fans in the house tonight? Just curious here. We'll wait. No, no Ted Lasso? Okay, good, good. So get rid of that Who's shit. Who's Ted Lasso? You know, Apple TV, you haven't seen this. He's a, he's a Midwestern guy from Kansas City who gets divorced, loses his job, and miraculously gets hired to coach a soccer team in England. No. And the guy knows nothing about soccer. He ropes... Ca- <laughs> the fuck, WKOP. Who ropes cows? You got to give me a little bit more uh, definition here if we're going to go down that road. They're uh, wrong. It's got Jason Sudeikis in it. Yeah, he's good. I like him. He's funny as hell. I mean, if yeah. you if you haven't, you need to go out there and check, hit the TikToker and Instagram and look up some of those clips because he's got all these uh, he's got all these lassoisms where he just says stupid shit, and it's yeah, funny. It is maybe maybe we'll get it on the. We got a new TV today. Ooh, and it has like a thousand different free channels in it. So maybe it'll be on one of those free channels. You broke down and got a uh, a television for the compound. Have I never told you about our possessed TV? <laughs> you have never shared that with me or probably anybody in the audience. Okay, so we had a TV. <laughs> we bought the Samsung Seven Series TV. And when we first got the TV, it was fantastic. Then Dingus decided he was going to clean the TV one day and broke the IR in the TV. I guess he got it wet or something, so he <laughs> no longer respond to remotes. So then at some point, yeah. we got a wicked storm, and it did something goofy to the TV. So there was no controlling the TV. It just did what it wanted to do. And in the middle of the night, every night, the TV would come on by itself and start playing the Spanish music channel at, like, full volume in the middle of the night. So your only option you had was to leave this TV on one channel on mute. And if it ever got disconnected from the Internet, you had to physically plug a keyboard into this computer and manipulate it back into working again. So we experienced this possessed TV for almost a year. And finally, last night, I was like, we're going to get a new TV. So I went and got a new TV. So we got one of the on-Walmart brand TVs, which is what I have at the studio, and they're really good. 
Well, they're all made by China, so it's all the same interior guts. Then why was it playing Spanish music? Well, you, you got one of those south of the border Chinese TVs. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, just saying. I got the Poltergeist TV. I know. it's a, The dumpster's got it now. I threw that shit away. <laughs> you should have sold it on Facebook. You could have you made some scratch out of that. Possessed television. No, I did have a, uh, years ago on Craigslist, I had a microwave listed for sale for like 15 bucks. Yeah. And it was it was also kind of possessed. It would heat things when it wanted to. It was like hit or miss whether it would work or not, so I put it on there. And I got so sick of lowball offers and people wanting the thing for free, I just started putting really goofy shit in the <laughs> listing. So I somebody said, you know, does it work? And I said, yes, but every once in a while in the middle of the night, it'll come alive and seek out the souls of small children. Ooh. And this guy responded with, well, but can it make popcorn? And I'm like, well, sure, yeah, if you don't mind soul-flavored popcorn. <laughs> Gives it a distinct little twang. Doesn't it, it does. <laughs> That's funny. Have you ever tasted the soul of a small child? I'm, I'm not going to comment either way. <laughs> Fucking freak. Oh my God! All right, so this is this is right up Jester's alley, and probably a lot uh, of you other folks. The um, the Heritage Distilling Company Spirits Advent Calendar. Take a shot every day, and yes, we know Biden has tasted the souls of small children. That now this is definitely the gift you want to get for your fellow AA meeting goers. Well, I think you should stand at the church and hand them out. Yes. Here, here's your Advent Calendar. Yeah. <laughs> stay stay clean baby Here, here's a good one for you <laughs> so this is you know and i'm looking at this and I, i'm i'm like willing to bet every whiskey in this probably tastes horrible probably but every once in a while you'll probably get that one really good tasty one and you'll never be able to find it in the store well who's where is heritage distilling uh, distilling company i've never heard of this spirit company i never have either i i don't i'll have to look that up and uh See what the hell. As a matter of fact, what, what the hell? Let's just see. Heritage Distilling Company. It's probably in New York somewhere, or New Jersey. They're distilling it with that nah, good water. It's got to be. It's got to be in Kentucky. Well, you would like it to be in Kentucky. <laughs> no, it's in Washington, Gig Harbor, Washington. <laughs> They're distilling the whiskey with the shit water out of the sound. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. I don't either. We'll move on. So after you uh, after you burn your taste buds with the uh, Advent whiskey, you could actually get another Advent calendar. This one I think would be pretty good. The uh, the Snaffling Pig Company Pork Crackling Advent Calendar. Hey, Miss Dixie, welcome to the show. Saucy, good to see you, baby. So any of you like pork rinds out there, this is the advent calendar for you. I'm just saying check that out. How do you just how do you get Christmassy pork rinds? You know what? Sprinkle some 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 uh, red and green on them. I don't know. Get some colored salt or like, uh, a, like a cinnamon one or yeah, a churro cane one or churro. Yeah, I, mean, I guess you could like eggnog spiced eggnog pork rinds. What do you want me to throw up? I'm just saying, Dude, I don't know. That sounds disgusting. You could have little spicy ones, and then you could have like turkey flavor. I'm thinking about it. You could have a little ham flavor. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I mean, don't know. Who the fuck needs 24 tastes of pork rinds? 
just curious. Anybody the guy out that there? I was not satisfied with 23 flavors. <laughs> I guess. You need Spanky. two. This is the advent calendar for Spanky. <gasps> <laughs> yes, it is. Shetching, <laughs> I know. Oh, we've, already, we've already picked out your Christmas present. This would be good for Spanky. Uh, I think you're be. right. Because it's low in sugar. As a matter of fact, there's no sugar involved. Uh, <laughs> that'll work for me. All right. Last on the list, I had to include this because the Gen Zers and Millennials are out there doing this shit. It's the fucking give them beer hard seltzer advent white claw. What the fuck is this shit? Do you drink this crap? Does anybody no. over the age of 28 drink this? Listen, so I, uh, I've tried seltzers. Yeah. Right, because every every time you go somewhere, everybody's like, "Oh, have you had this? You have to try it." And then they don't shut the fuck up till you try it, and then you end up trying it, and then you're like, "Why? Why did I do that? It was a waste, right?" <laughs> but this white claw shit, yeah, I'm telling you what, this white claw shit is dangerous, because these people that drink this don't realize it's like drinking soda, so you're just sucking these things down, right? Left and right. And then the next thing you know, it you're 10 white claws deep and you can't walk. <laughs> I heard this makes both girls and guys' panties fall off. Is that yes, is that accurate? Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's why I don't drink it. I like to keep my panties on. Just saying. Yeah. I'm looking at that one. Does that say Corona Freshka? I believe it does. The Corona Beer Company. <laughs> ah, Jesus. Welcome to the show, Hoff. Glad to have you aboard. It's going to be a wild ride. I've never, I mean, it's like everybody is making a seltzer. You know, back in the day when I was young, we used to have these ice cream parlors where you could go in and you could get like a chocolate soda, which is just basically seltzer water with some chocolate flavoring in it, throw a little bit of whipped cream on it, and you think you're living the high life. And, uh, you know, if you go to a bar back in the day, you'd get, like, soda and whiskey or soda and rye. I mean, that's all this shit is. Drink the real stuff. See, I don't know. I think what it is is they, they, they hooked a good marketing thing. Yeah. Because every, I, I'd say, like, every 10 years, they come out with, like, a new frou-frou alcohol drink to make, to make, like, the housewife feel good about what they're drinking or something. So right. back in the day, I, w my mom was into Zima. Like, that was a big deal was the Zima. And yeah. then Zima went away. And then uh, uh, my, uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade came out yep. after that. And that was like a big thing. Everybody was like, oh, I want a Mike's Hard Lemonade or I want a Mike, Mike's Hard Iced Tea. And then they had uh, the, the Barley and James, I think is what it was, all those different mixed seltzer things that they had. No, they were wine coolers. Bartles yeah, and James. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the women could drink them, get drunk, and still look feminine. They wouldn't have to, you know, slug a bush or, uh, you know, some Coors Light or something. They right. Could, so, they I could mean, when was the last time you saw somebody order a wine cooler? <laughs> I've never seen anybody Do in my lifetime. Exist? I, I doubt it because we really now have seltzers. Listen, you really want to mess with your bartender, just go in and order a Zima. If they've been there long enough, they'll actually go look for the damn thing because it's pre-programmed at this point. <laughs> Dude, I remember Zima because I used to buy Zima for some of my dates back in that day. I'm not going to 
say any more so, than that. But uh, so we uh, we uh, when they did that run, but they did a run years ago where they brought Zima back for a little while there. Uh huh. It was a big deal. So I was like, man, I haven't I haven't seen this shit in years. We're gonna try it. And then we, me and my brother, actually bought some and we were drinking it. And somebody gave us the bright idea. They said, did you ever have a zapple? And we're like, what the fuck is, what's a zapple? You know, <laughs> and you take a uh, sour apple pucker. Right. And you mix the apple pucker with the Zima. So you take a drink out of the Zima and then you put a shot apple pucker in it. And it is like this amazing apple thing that'll screw you up. When you have like five of these things, you're, you're pretty lit, right? <laughs> I know this sounds so stupid, but we were zappling it up. It is hugely stupid. Look, just get you some vodka, get you a Jolly Rancher green apple, throw it in the vodka and drink that. That's your zapple right there. I don't know what else you need to do. Just go straight to the source. Don't fancy it up with all this crap. I mean, Zima was owned by Coors. Budweiser owned another group of the fucking wine coolers. I think they did own Bartles and James. But... uh yeah, no, you could get girls drunk with that. Here's the Zima. It's it's nothing. Just just drink it. You'll like it. It's good. It's all interesting. Zima had Zima was like nothing else though. No, it Zima was, was like, like it was like a sprite else. of the alcohol world. And now you're telling me that's what White Claw is. It's and like that's it. yeah, and now that's the White Claw. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So they're just they're repurposing old shit in the shit the shit of the cent or the century I guess is yeah the white claw well that and that the seltzers it basically goes back to the entire statement that there is no creativity in this world anymore not only not in Hollywood but not in the beverage makers I mean because now we're fucking with we got to have Pepsi Zero Coke Zero Coke with real sugar Coke with no sugar I mean. It, the only the only group that really hadn't messed with anything has been Dr Pepper, which is the greatest soft drink in the world, hands down. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. What? I don't I don't drink soda. Um, I don't drink it. I don't mess with it. But if I had to pick one soda for the rest of my life, yes, it would probably be Dr Pepper. Of course, it would be. It has medicinal value. It will actually cure your constipation. I bet you didn't know that. No, I did not know that. Okay. See, Coke, if we go back in history, Coke was invented so you could make women not feel anything and then rape them. I mean, that's oh, that's why Coke was invented yeah. in Atlanta, Georgia. But Dr. Pepper, Waco, Texas, the, the, uh, um, the dude that invented Dr. Pepper had a lot of cowboys walking around, and they were like, man, we can't shit. We don't know what to do. And he thought, I think I can solve this. He created Dr. Pepper. The original, one of the original ingredients of Dr. Pepper was prunes. Don't know if you knew that. And uh, for the longest time, doctors, if you were constipated, they would tell you to go home and drink a six-pack of Dr. Pepper. Clean you right out. Huh. It's amazing how that stuff works. And that's why you're going to stick with it, even though now it's just caramel coloring and high fructose corn syrup and a lot of sugar and some uh, carbonated water. But if they ever go back to the original recipe, that will be the that will be the thing to have. You can brew it at home. It's easy. It's like root beer. Yeah. But it'll clean you out. All right. Mm. Let's get rid of that crap, man. All so, right. Moving on. 
headlines that are out there today. This is going to get interesting. I don't know if you're ready for it. Are you ready for the headlines? Oh, I guess. Okay, well, number one, first one up. We all knew it was true, but Matthew Perry had an overdose of ketamine. He was taking horse tranks, trying to be like all the other Californians out there. Does this surprise anybody? No. I'm just it doesn't kidding. surprise me at all. And, you know, it's, it's amazing how many celebrities are losing their lives to suicide and or drugs. Well, I think there's a few of them that are losing it to the clot shot. If you really go back and you look at some of these death certificates, I think, uh, I think uh, the COVID vaccine, not that I am saying anything against getting vaccinated or for to get uh, to vaccinate or whatever the hell that is, but uh, he spent all that time trying to tell the whole world that he was clean, that he, he yep. got, got off of drugs. But now we find out ketamine was the reason that we lost Matthew Perry. Poor guy. And this next one, I tell you what, the next one kind of throws me for a loop because we've got an elderly man in New York or Washington, D.C., who uh, he's facing murder charges after stabbing his wife in the back over pancakes. Because the pancakes sucked or because she wouldn't make him pancakes? Well, it turns out, and I read this story, it turns out that uh, this 83-year-old man has uh, Alzheimer's and dementia, so he's a little bit combative because, you know, we're facing that here in the uh, Casa de Scooter, unfortunately. But he had, uh, he had stopped eating. He was beginning to lose weight. So his wife was trying to get him to eat and put on some weight. And it just turns out that she pissed him off, and he didn't want the pancakes. And so he stabbed her like 68 times over the Jesus. pancakes. Yeah. God. So, and then he turns around and he says, I hope it was just a delusion because he knows that he's not right in the mind he's he hadn't crossed over that level of dementia yet but uh well yeah so some people know they walk that line sometimes they're with it sometimes they're not yep yeah we've gone past that line we don't even i mean we just have conversations here in casa de scooter about uh fun things it's it's crazy but uh this, we had a, uh, there, I don't, I never met the guy or, or I did, maybe I did meet the guy and I wasn't told who he was. Yeah. Um, but there's a guy in our County, he's a first responder and he, um, was dead key in his radio all the time <laughs> to the point where the FCC was like, we're tracking this asshole down and we're going to put him in jail because yeah. you, you can't just dead chime these emergency radios, you know? Well, they went looking for this guy. FCC came into town, set up shop, triangulated where he was, showed up, and then his, they were about to haul him off, and his wife said, whoa, whoa, whoa. And in paperwork, the guy had dementia. Yeah. So they were like, shit, well, just give us the radio. You, you can't be a first responder anymore. But that's how with it and unwith it the guy was. So by day, he was a first responder, but by night, he's out of it, dead key in his radio. See, that is so weird because – there's this condition called sundowning for folks who have dementia and Alzheimer's. And it's it's a certain time of the day, like 4 or 5 o'clock, when a switch gets flipped and they just, they're no longer the person you knew them to be. I mean, that's that's what happens with mom. 
It's like, you know, everything's fine. She's kind of coherent. She knows where she's at. But come 4 or 5 o'clock in the evening, boom. It's like, who are you? Are you ready to take me home? I want to leave now. Where's my mother? Uh, and it, uh, you know, it can be unnerving on sometimes. I know what to expect now because I've been dealing with it for a while. But it's, uh, and you get some of the f- best conversations after that switch gets flipped. I think this next story, this next story is probably, I think it is uh, Jake Dial's favorite story and Pappy's too. I'm, I'm just thinking. Uh-oh. <sighs> yeah. Jake yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, in the halls of Congress, oh, this one. they're filming gay porn in the Senate. Oh, brother. You I, know, a lot of people, not a lot, I wouldn't say maybe a lot of people, but I've had a handful of people over the years ask me how another country could come in here and take us over. All I got to say is shit like this. Shit like this. You wonder how another government would come in and, and take control over us by simply saying, this is what you're doing. This is what the world sees. We're, we're done with this. You're done. We're taking your power card away from you. You're done. <laughs> we haven't had a power card for three years. Are you kidding me? Well, that's a good point. <laughs> as soon as they inaugurated, they inaugurated Biden, there was uh, the power card was gone. The man card was gone. I mean, now we've got other cards, but, uh, but, oh my God. No, and this guy, he published it. He published what he did. He published it. <laughs> there he is. In the Senate, getting his freak on. I don't know. <laughs> What the hell is going on? And I mean, that's just such a disrespect to all of the citizens of the country. I mean, that's, you know, in <sighs> this is, this is what our country is becoming. It's already, be- it's not, it's not on the way. This is, we're here. We're done. Right. I don't know where you go after this. The real question is, I don't know some of you news hounds out there who read all of the information out there on uh, some of the websites or watch some of the news uh, organizations, but, you know, they just kicked out Santos for allegedly committing crimes. He was a House of uh, Representatives member from the state of New York. Do you remember this guy? Does Santos make any kind of a... uh, does it ping any kind of a memory for you? No. All right. Well, this guy, he was voted he was voted in a year and a half ago, and they hated him for whatever reason. He was a liar. He was a cheater. He took the money that people gave him for the campaign contributions, and he spent it on Botox and hookers. You know, pretty much what Hunter Biden did. Oh, God. Uh, so they uh, somebody filed an ethics complaint, and the House of Representatives uh, Ethics Committee investigated, and they said, "Yeah, he's he's done something wrong." So uh, McCarthy or whoever the fuck these people were, they got up there and they said, "Let's expel him. Let's get rid of him." Just because the people voted for him, wanted him there, we're just going to screw them over and we're going to kick him out. He has not been convicted of a crime at all. 
He's been expelled from Congress. He's no longer representative in the uh, House of Representatives. He's come out on Twitter and shit, and he's making claims about all these different sexual orgies that are going on in D.C. Like, this shit is just commonplace. I don't know how. You get over you know, this. You know what sucks, though? What? Whoever's at the Senate who has to sit in the seat where that took place. Whose seat? Is, I want to, okay, two things. Two things. <laughs> I want to know whose seat they were getting busy on, and who's the guy behind him? Is it a senator? I don't know. Who is it? That's correct. You know, you know we who need it to is? Know. Who? It's Hunter Biden. Don't doubt it. I mean, he was there in Congress. He ran away, probably came back to get him a little extra blumpkin or nookie or whatever they're calling it these days. But uh, you go, you go, take a look at it. And, so uh, the room carries significant historical distinctions. It, it hosted the 9-11 commission hearings. Yep. And the James Comey, the former FBI director, gave his testimony on Donald Trump there in 2017. There you go. So we're just going to go in there. We're going to get porked and shit all over it. Because that's how they feel about the American people. God, it's horrible. And, and the guy he was working for, Ben Cardin, the senator from the great state of Maryland, who probably was filming, he's probably the guy that was filming this, if you think about it. I don't know. But... Um, he said it's a personal matter. This he fired the guy off of his staff, and then his uh, his spokesperson said, "This is a personal matter. We're not going to speak about it anymore. They're just going to shove it under the carpet." What? what? Well, yeah, that's what that's what they're going to do. That's, <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's their best tactic. Anyway, I mean, what else do you do? You don't publish it. <laughs> it's been published. He published well, it himself. I mean, the 24-year-old idiot put it out there on Twitter. I'm having sex with my boyfriend in the Senate chamber. It's so exciting. I mean, come on. I'm glad I didn't get volume on this, and I'm, I'm happy it's only six seconds long because we do not need to hear the rest of that. I'm sorry. Jesus. Yep. <sighs> yep. We are fucked. Scooter, this country's done gone to shit. We're beyond fucked. It, and just to take it one step further, okay, so we're fucking in the Senate. All right, so elderly people are stabbing their spouses because they don't want the pancakes. We all know Matthew Perry died from ketamines. And now, now, almost 200 countries swear off fossil fuels. No longer going to partake in drilling, selling, doing anything with fossil fuels. This is, Which is the biggest, this is all horse shit. It's stupid. This is beyond stupid. Number one, how many countries are there in this world? Anybody? That's a good uh, trivia question. How many countries are in the world? How many are recognized by the UN? I feel like Eric would know this. I think Eric does. Eric, uh, Eric would know this. I'm going to share it with you. Even though Eric's not going to pony up in the comments. The United Nations recognizes 193 sovereign nations. Beyond that, there's two that they don't acknowledge. So 195 countries, so almost 200. I guess that's close to being right. Does that, does that sound good? 
I, I guess it does sound good, but I guarantee you a lot of that, that's bullshit because you have countries, their whole economic structure is based around fossil fuels. There, you have you have countries like the United States whose lifestyles are based around petroleum products. Right. The the phone that you're holding in your hands listening to this show, that plastic case, a lot of those components were made from fossil fuels. So where I grew up at in the Northeast, everything was based around fossil fuels. Yes. I mean, when you growing up in that area, unless you if you did not go to college or if you didn't go to the military and disappear. Yeah. Right. You were going to do like one of three things. You were either going to be a welder, a coal miner, or you were going to work in the steel mill. All right? And all three of those things were related around the fossil fuel industry because, I mean, if you were in the coal mine, obviously you were a coal miner, right? You were in the steel mill. No, you're a dancer. Or so, and, and then if you were a welder, you were either working on the railroads or you were, you were working on the barges that push the coal up and down the river. Right. That's, that's what your jobs were. I mean, every welding job I had in the area where I grew up was revolved around some sort of mining. You're right. And you take that one step further, even though you're mining all that coal and everything, all the roads that you drive on pretty much uh, are made with uh, the help of petroleum. The asphalt, the cement... All those devices that lay the asphalt down, they go over and smooth it. So we're going to go back. Here's what we're going to do. No more cell phones for anybody. Just take those away because those are all made using petroleum and hydrocarbon products. So get rid of the, the cell phones. Get rid of the computers. No more Internet. No more Internet. That's done. We're getting rid of that. Uh, no more roads to drive on. No more sex toys. Jelly is going to She's gonna have a rebellion. No more you know, sex you tools. You know what would be awesome, though, what? in that little sign that they say that has stop coal now? I yeah. hope it's petroleum-based paint that they used. Well, you, you, you yes. think they used watercolors? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Oil-based paints. Come on. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, jeez. I... And, this world, it, it just doesn't feel like Christmas. With all the shit that's going on, the gay sex in the Senate, getting rid of oil, and now, you know what? We got this crap. And I look at this, and I, I'm looking at this person's face, yes. and I just see so much mentally wrong. <laughs> Mental illness? Picture. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you what. Like, All right, there's... I have such an issue with the trans movement yes. and the, the changing of ourselves. I just, I don't agree with it, right? I, okay. I'm I know you. people that are trans and, and things, and I mean, by all accounts, they're good people, but it's, I, I can't agree with it. I mean, I'm not going to spit at these people. I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm not going to, you know not talk to these people or, or, or be a total asshole. Like I'm not going to. Right. Um, cause I do truly uh, deep down believe that it is a mental health problem and crazy people don't know they're crazy. So you have an underlying condition that you need help for. This is a, this is an extreme mental health emergency for you to be putting yourself in the position of m extreme body modification. 
and not feeling complete in your own skin right. and feeling like you were born in the wrong body. These are mental health issues. These are mental health conditions, right? <laughs> and for anybody out there, and this is, and I, I don't, if someone's not tolerant of this, I don't look at them like they're ignorant. I just don't think it is they actually know what the fuck is going on. Here's the reality. If you saw some guy on the side of the road Painting a picture with his own shit. You'd look at that guy and be like, he's crazy. He needs help. There's something wrong. Yep. But if you see that same person who's putting on lipstick and trying to grow a dick, you're going to be like, oh, my God, that person's disgusting. Get them away from me. But you'll sympathize for the shit painter on the side of the road. They both have mental health problems that need to be addressed. Well, that's they, what it is. And that's it. And, and here's the thing. You got to love people. People have problems. Everybody has problems. Yep. Jester is a huge problem, but he won't admit it. I mean, nope. everybody has problems. you got to love the people for who they are. you just got to help them if you can. Right. Some people you cannot help. This dude, 50 years old, used to identify by the name of Nicholas Cepeda. He's up in Ontario, Canada. Um, this, is, uh, this is a grown man, 50 years old. The other thing that is striking about this, I don't know if you look at many pictures of trans women, but they all kind of look the same. This dude mm -hmm. looks like every other trans woman. He looks like Dylan Mulvaney, McIlvaney, whatever the fuck his name is. Doesn't he? Think about it. Bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway, 50 years old. He identifies as like an eight or nine year old girl. And he competes in swimming events for preteen girls. And in Canada, they're letting him compete in swimming events. They're allowing him to change in the locker room with the other preteen girls. What kind of society is this? No, listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to split hairs. But I would say, yes. and this is just me, mm -hmm. that it would be far like th this is what we've this is what we've gone to. Yeah. I think more about the the mental stability of these other girls that he's around, being traumatized by seeing this, and who knows how I don't know if there's five of them or twenty of them that are being subjected to this guy. But think about what this is doing to those poor children long term. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Versus what it would do to this guy if you simply said, no, 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 you're not doing this. You're going to hurt his feelings? Well, that's fine. <laughs> what kind of fucking therapy are these girls going to need when they grow up where there was this creepy old guy changing in the dressing room with them, right? And they said, we don't know why, but there was this one lady that would have to use duct tape to tuck in their wiener. Their, their, their vagina didn't look like a vagina. We don't know what it was. And they had hair, and we we don't have hair. I don't know right. what the hell is going on here. No, but uh, the funny thing is, in the story, and, and they belittled the people, the, the parents, who were outraged. And they had a line in the story that said the girls were terrified. I'm sure they were. Because this dude is in their locker room changing. Okay, so I mean, you got to you got to think about it. You have you have a daughter, you have a young girl, or you have a, you have a young son. Or doesn't matter, girl or boy. Yeah. You, you teach your kids that certain things are private, 
right? Yes. Like my okay, so my my uh, middle boy is homeschooled, and you know, going places it, it's weird. Like when we're out in public, and there's like a bathroom door that doesn't automatically close. I got to go back and say, "Hey, dude, shut the bathroom door." Right. Right, because he's not in, in his mind. He he's not aware that oh, there's other people here. You know. It's not something that's ingrained to him. If that door doesn't shut behind him, he doesn't think to do it. Right. Right. So that's something we had to do. Like, hey, dude, you're in public. You got to shut that door. <laughs> Here, it's not a big deal. Like, if the kids leave the door open, that's okay. We get to monitor you and make sure you're not doing anything crazy in the bathroom. That's okay. You know, I want to make sure I hear the water stop when you're done washing your hands. I want to make sure I hear the toilet flush. That's okay at home. Right. But out in public, it's not okay. So imagine all these parents training their kids, like, this is your no-no area, and be private and shut the door. And then you send this fucking creep in with them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they had a whole industry, a cottage industry for your no-no zone. Do you remember all that? And SNL made fun of it with the songs, this is my no-no zone, and don't touch me, and that kind yeah. of crap. And, uh, yeah, it. Uh, but now, and welcome to the show bella welcome safe prep glad to have you aboard uh I, this would be a fun question whoa, whoa are you telling me my safe prep's in here your safe prep's in here my big safe, safe prep we have to sing safe prep a song oh safe prep <laughs> jake and safe prep at the same time god oh. I, just, I just filled the cup <laughs> i don't need to know about that shit oh and bella's here too what's yep. up bella yep bella's here don't leave bella out <laughs> Bella's up in Canada. Two Bellas now. Yes, yeah. I was confused as fuck the other day. Yeah, you got Bella forever, and uh, yeah. and you got Q Bella. Yeah, that's so, not Q. There's no, that's not Q. I go Q. in. I go in. I see Bella forever the other day, and of course I go in. Hi Bella, it's it's Doomsday. I go in, and I'm like, oh, Bella's live, and I was like, wait, this isn't the Bella. I know. <laughs> this is not the Bella I know. And then, the, the, and then, guess who of all people was in there? Bella, Chris. Oh, that's right. He's yeah. making his way around again. Oh, Psycho Bella, you got to watch out for Chris Wilson. Dude, that's watch it. Out. Yeah. Watch out. Watch That's a guy you don't want to tangle with. But anyway, that, that brings up bad memories. Messy. Don't be, don't be. Yeah, we're not going to, we're not going to bring up Chris Wilson in this fucking show. So anyway, uh, you know, uh, my bottom that's line here. back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Fifty-year-old dude should not be swimming in preteen swimming events. I'm sorry. That's okay, just okay. All right, I got one more thing I got to say about this. Okay. All right, about yeah. this whole trans trans thing. Okay. Okay. And this is this this hit me the other day at work because I work with someone that's trans. Okay. Okay. And and this person takes uh takes the testosterone. Yeah. Right, because she's a woman transitioning into a man. Okay. Okay. And has to take a testosterone injection once a week. And was telling me by by the end of the week, they start getting misgendered because the testosterone is actually wearing off and their voice changes a little bit. It's, it's clear that they're still a woman. Right. Now, if you physically feel like a man trapped in a woman's body, okay. this is physically how you feel, why are you needing to go and take a weekly supplement, take a weekly injection to complete that feeling? <laughs> you want to get you want to get all the feelings of a man. I mean, that's that's it. That's all I'm saying. If you felt like a man trapped in a woman's body, why would you need uh, a supplement to complete the feeling of being a man? 
Bottom line, it's mental illness. That's the feeling that they have. It's now, mental I'll, illness. I'll, I'll tell you what. This person, though, is one of the nicest people I work with, one yeah. of the most down-to-earth people, one of the most nicest, caring people I work with, right? Uh-huh. Has your back, shows up every day, does their job really well, goes home, doesn't start any trouble, doesn't start any drama. And I will fuck with him just like I fuck with everybody else. Sweet. I have I have nicknamed them Dickless, and that has stuck, and they love it. <laughs> and, and this is how we go on about our day. I swear to God, I will be the reason for the HR meeting at work. So, but yeah, I am not going to judge someone for what they're doing. Um, however, I also don't support it. If you needed a ride to your injection appointment, I would firmly say no. I'm not partaking in that. Uh, if you said, hey, do you want to come to my coming out party? I would say, no, I'm not doing that either. There you go. But if it's, hey, can I borrow five bucks for lunch because I forgot to bring my lunch today? Yeah, sure, here's five bucks. I'd help you out there. Yeah, you don't have to play into the psychosis. No, I don't. But you can still treat them like a human being, and, and right. dignity and respect goes along with that. Right. All along the way. I just, I don't get this. I don't see why a 50-year-old man thinks he's a preteen girl. I'm just not... Because there's got to be an angle. <laughs> there's always an angle to these things. There Maybe is. in his mind, in some weird way, if he can convince the world he's eight years old, he can get out of paying taxes. Ooh, hey, that's true. And I think that wasn't there a court case, like a 60-year-old dude changed his age, he wanted to identify as like a 15- or 20-year-old guy so he could get yeah. better dates on Tinder or some shit? It was there was it was there was a few factors. I remember a story along those lines, and I wanted to. Say, I think one of the factors was it was something like the guy was in his sixties, and he said he wanted to get his uh, driver's license changed to thirties or something like that. Yep. Right. And there were some other factors in there. I think one thing was uh, insurance, or there there was a few different motivational factors for that. Right. In there. But it doesn't, it doesn't, like, there's just things you can't change. You can't change your age. Your age is your age. You, you don't go backwards, right? Can, can you identify as alive from the grave? I mean, come on. Maybe that's how we get more Republican voters these days. Listen, all I know is, is this, yes. right? I, if I was in this guy's shoes, if I was in my 60s and I looked like I was in my 20s, I would be really happy to tell people, like, yeah, I'm 60. That's a great care of my body. Look at how good I look at 60. Dude, I look like I'm 30 and I'm 60. I mean, come on. I look hot. Sure. <sighs> look at my little pile of shit. Santa Claus. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Safe prep, I'm coming to your party, baby, just for you. Forget you don't need Jester. You don't need Jake. You, you just need me. Safe prep, don't you listen to those words he tells you. <laughs> you know my words are true. My <laughs> aim is true. For that matter. All right. I, I got to wash my brain out. Um, God. It's hard to move on because I've got this very cool, very cool story that I found about true love. All right. Let's talk about it. As long as it doesn't have anything to do with being in the eight-year-old girl's locker room. <laughs> no, no. God, that's, I'm still trying to get that out of my head. That's what I'm trying to. Oh, okay. So, everybody, I want you to sit back. Close your eyes for a minute. Empty all of your thoughts out of your mind. I have a tale that I want to invade your brain with. 
I'm going to spin this for you this evening. It's a tale He's of gonna love. He's going to put his tail in your brain. <laughs> yeah. I've got the tail coming to your brain right now, ladies and gentlemen. It's a tale of love. A love so powerful that the thought so of pain and deception cannot defeat this kind of love. Pain and deception. Oh, yeah. Even the idea of losing your life will not quench the smoldering geyser of erupting love. You're dead and smoldering. We've all felt that kind of love before. Jester, have you had that kind of a love, a powerful love? I don't know. I just can't remember what his name was. <laughs> More but spanky. More important than life itself. Safe breath. Oh, that kind of love. That kind of love. I'm looking at jelly and saucy. If I knew Miss Dixie, that could be it, too, but I don't. Could be. Oh, yeah. Where's the new Bella at? <laughs> she left. She heard us, and she's out. Oh, they're talking she about Canada. We're out of here. That's right. I'm talking about the kind of love that will drive you to madness, ladies and gentlemen. A love that will spur you not only to lay down your wallet, your name, and possibly even your life. This is a tale of that kind of love. Now, I have learned... About a man that possesses just such a love. We're going to call this extraordinary gentleman Charlie Glenn. Remember that name. Charlie was just an average guy. He lived an average life. He had bills to pay. Hell, he maybe even had a job to go to. He probably has both of his legs. We're not positive about that. Charlie lived in a Midwestern town. He was a regular sort of a guy, with one small exception. When Charlie loved, it was a love that could conquer mountains and reach the depths of the oceans. It was powerful. You might just say that Charlie was a lover and not a fighter, and that's going to become very important here in a little bit. As I've told you, this tale is a tale of love, and to fully appreciate this love... Let me introduce you to 36-year-old Tanya Nestor. Arr. Tanya's a hottie. 36 years old, a little bit younger than Charlie. A lot younger than Charlie. Maybe we know why his love was so powerful. Tanya has the distinct pleasure of being the focus of Charlie's love. Now, Tanya's a little younger, like I said. And perhaps she doesn't possess the life experience to fully appreciate good Charlie Glenn and his volcanic feelings of love. <laughs> the eruption. Well, as life would have it, one day, on a particular afternoon, it was warm, almost spring-like, one might say. Young Tanya came over to visit our hero, Charlie, on this afternoon. I don't know what the specific circumstances were for this visit, but Tanya showed up at good Charlie's place. Perhaps she was feeling a little amorous. Maybe she had some questions. Who knows? Maybe but she had a few shots. Ooh. <laughs> Need a bell. As the story goes... Young Tanya sidled up next to Charlie, and peering deeply into his eyes, she said, Charlie, will you go for a walk with me? Well, we know Charlie was full of love, and we can surmise that Charlie said, Why, yes, Tanya, 
I'll be happy to stroll with you on this beautiful spring-like day. But something must have triggered Charlie's spidey senses. As he looked down at Tanya's hands, he noticed there was something in them. He asked, Tanya, is that a gun in your hand? <laughs> well, I can imagine little Miss Tanya coyly smiled at Charlie and said, Oh, that? That's just a pellet gun, my sweet Charlie. Well, this most definitely took our hero by surprise, and he calmly said, Miss Tanya, I'll go for a walk with you. But first, you must let me see your pellet gun. It was at this time that Charlie had a small voice in the back of his mind, screaming, run away, Charlie! Just run the fuck away! Because as Charlie stood there with Tanya, he noticed the coy, coy smile had left Tanya's lips. And she raised her hand and started shooting. Oh, we need gunfire. No, it had to be like a it had to be like a thirty-eight. Uh, but this is not there you go. This is not where our tale will end. It seems that Tanya did fire the gun, and it was not a pellet gun. And we're sure of this because Tanya's aim, some speculate, was true. She shot Charlie in the testicle! Boom. That's right, you heard me. Through the sack, caught one of his balls, and it passed through his butt cheek. <laughs> now... I gotta ask a few questions here because the way your nuts hang down, if you're shooting down, you don't have a butt cheek blood. Maybe a thigh? Maybe he had like one of those like bulbous floppy asses. He could have. It could have been hanging out the back end, hanging down low. We're not sure, but that just, I just had some questions about that. But as things would go, some of Charlie's friends have confessed. They didn't know if Charlie and Tanya were experiencing any relationship difficulties. Hell, one of Charlie's close friends, Paul Carpenter, did add, To do something like this is horrible! Now, I know this isn't really a Christmas story, but I will challenge you, because after all is said and done, our hero, Charlie Glenn, told anyone and everyone that will listen, I still love her to this day! That, my friends, is a powerful love. Well, I mean, she gave the man a free vasectomy. I mean, what more do you want? There you go. What we're going to do, we're going to say Merry Christmas to old Charlie, and perhaps maybe you ought to find a better girlfriend. And for those of you listening who doubt this story is true, this little romance is still blooming in the lo lovely suburb of Hamilton, Ohio. That's correct, where Charlie and Tanya still reside. Although, I think Tanya is still in the Hooskow on a $100,000 bail. Uh, but uh, who knows? They might have a magical Christmas reunion. Drugs were definitely involved. <laughs> Look at her. Maybe some fireworks. I bet she shot him in the nuts because he smoked all the meth. <laughs> I don't know, man. He looks pretty clean. He's like an old guy that can't get a date when you think about it. I mean, check this out. Did he pick her up off the streets? 
Was he doing his bit to clean up the homeless parks? I don't know. I mean, she's got two different color eyes here, too. Unless that's the camera angle, I don't know. One of them could just be blown out for whatever reason. I mean, that Maybe happens. He punched her after, he shot him in the, after she shot him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> it was a reaction. It was a reactionary yeah. moment. But that's right. That is a powerful love, ladies and gentlemen. And if anything is to be believed, love still exists. Yeah, that, is, that I mean, to me, if, if some chick shot me in the balls, that'd be my one-way ticket out of there. Like, I'm done. <laughs> Hadn't like, that happened to you before? <laughs> no, thank God. Well, that's a good thing. I've never been shot in the balls. I've been flicked in the balls. I mean, that that's happened quite a bit. But You uh, know, with all the shitty things I've done in relationships in my younger years, I'm surprised I've never been had my balls gone after in some weird way, shape, or form. You know that you can you can have both of your testicles removed via shotgun and still live. Why would you want to? I'm just saying it's it's physically possible uh, because I'm good. <laughs> back back when I was younger and in school, uh, I don't know if you, you know this. Just shoot but, each other's nuts off. For but fun. well, in, in the seventies, in the seventies, there was like a big drug culture going on, you know, and everybody was dealing. It was the wild, wild west, especially here in Oklahoma. You know, people were were buying lids of pots. You know, quaaludes and other fun things. What's uh, a uh, lid of pot? Four fingers of pot. It's an ounce or a quarter ounce. I don't even know anymore. That's how bad, that's how old I've gotten. I mean, you, you, you'd get a baggie. It was a quarter ounce of pot. We'd pay 10 bucks for it back then. Oh, wow. It, it was great. It was awesome. But um, when I was in school, we used to have this drug dealer. He was the main... He was the main dude for everybody in the junior high. You knew you knew who he was. You knew where to go. Well, turns out this drug dealer, he was uh, skimming money from his uh, supplier. And the supplier caught up to him one day. You know what they did to this poor kid? 14 no, year they old. Do? They took him out in the woods and they put a double barrel shotgun up to his nuts and they shot him off. No shit. And he lived. He's nutless now, but he lived. That sucks. Yeah. So it's physically possible to have your testicles removed other than by surgery and still survive. I'm told not a lot of blood comes out, but, you know, shock is yeah, imminent. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. Anyway. Moving so on. That, so pay your pay your weed bill, kids. Don't get shot in the balls. I, I you know what? I think they've got new and fantastic ways to uh, to take care of that these days. Probably. I'm just surmising. I have no idea. But uh, let's move along. Do, 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 do. Who orders from Uber Eats? Just out of curiosity. Not me. I know you don't. I don't care about you. Whatever. How about uh, some of the people in the chat? Eric, uh, do you order? He ordered from them once, and that was it. He must have got the extra special sauce in there. 
Hey, Big Chief, welcome to the show. Saw you there. Been reading your comments. I just didn't acknowledge you because I don't do that kind of thing. That's Spanky's job. And as if you haven't noticed, Spanky has been fired. We got rid Spanky of his ass. Spanky got fired. We got rid of his fucking ass. He's gone. <laughs> Jackass. So anyway. He might be back next week if we can't find a replacement, though. <laughs> <laughs> he better be back next week. I got buttons to push. I got shit to do. I got to write more stories like that fun love story. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Couldn't believe I found that out there. But let's take a turn around the corner, head down the street of desire, because this seems more appropriate now since we've talked about shooting nuts off of people. Um, We wanted to find out what it is you weirdos are ordering in the dark of the night. And guess what? We did. It seems that Uber Eats is outing you. Uh, they are. Uh, they have come up with this list of weird crap you guys are ordering from your favorite restaurants when you think no one is looking. But I just want to caution everybody because you've got to remember, anything you put on the Internet stays there forever. It never goes away, to include gay sex in the Senate. Right, yeah, don't do gay stuff at the Senate. <laughs> BP, I know you're ordering some weird shit. Footlong hot dogs is not it. I know there's some like uh, Italian ice on the side of a chicken burger with some uh, something. Uh, I don't know. I think BP's got it. But anyway, according to uh, Uber Eats, late night cravings are the most prevalent on college campuses nationwide. Wonder why that is. That's interesting. Why do you think they're ordering food late at night on colleges? Drugs. That's that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Drugs or sex parties or gay parties dreaming of being in the Senate. So anyway, Uber Eats uh, has identified the top universities for late night ordering. Number one on the list, and I think uh, we can thank BP for this, but uh, Penn State University. They took the top spot for the most late night orders on Uber Eats in 2023. Not getting any studying done there. I guess not. Yeah, Miss Dixie, you're going to have to download this uh, this show to find out about gay sex in the United States Senate. Not just any Senate, but the United States Senate. and uh, The one that matters, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, it doesn't matter, because if you're going to have se- Why are you brushing your beard? It's like you're petting a cat. What the fuck? I am. i got to tell the cat That's story weird. here at some point after this. Dude, you're petting yourself. That's weird. Don't do that. I could, that so what? Makes me Uber nervous. Midnight sex in the Senate. I could pet myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So coming in at second was the uh, University of Iowa, followed up by the University of Illinois and Texas A&M. Top four right there, late night ordering. So if you've got kids that go to any of these schools, you know they're not fucking studying. They're just using your credit cards to get late night snacks and shit. So okay, I gotta. I I just wanna. Uh, I'm like looking at some of these combinations that are on the screen. Yes. And I gotta say, I could see some of these, right? Okay. But not in the fashion that you think. Okay. So, let's start with the seaweed and pasta sauce. I'm thinking when there's a lot of pregnant people, and you can't just say pregnant ladies because that's not acceptable. Pregnant people out here no, are ordering this pregnant shit. Pregnant ladies, that's it. 
seafood, seaweed, and pasta. I can't even fucking say it. This is disgusting. Let's let's think about this for a second. Nobody has seaweed in their house. That is a specialty thing that you, unless you're Asian, you're you're like, hey, I'm going to make sushi this weekend. I need some seaweed. Or I'm making this particular dish. I need this seaweed. So this isn't something people stock. So as they're thinking about, like, oh, I got to put an order in for stuff. I'm making spaghetti tomorrow. Let me get the pasta sauce. You know what? Let's get the seaweed while we're at it so I can make the sushi tomorrow because I got everything else. I think that might be how some of this is going down. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. But then the one that's kind of throwing me, like, the rest of them are kind of throwing me off. Like pickled onions and butter. Frontman, I'm telling you, you throw in a side of some haagen ice cream, and by God, that's a pregnant meal. Okay, so when my ex was, when my uh, when Junior's mom was pregnant, yes, one of the weirdest things she craved was cottage cheese and pepperoni rings together. I can, I can see that. That's not a bad combination. So pepperonis and cottage cheese are what she was craving. And then, uh, what was it? And then it was uh, flaming hot Cheetos was the other thing she was craving. Were they the hot pepperoni peppers? I don't remember. Because like you could take the you could take the flaming hot Cheetos, stick them through the pepperoni pepper, and then dip them in the cottage cheese. I think that might be a winning combination. Maybe I I don't know. And I, I think you need to take I think you need to walk back your statement saying that not everybody has seaweed in their house because number one, jelly does. Number two Jelly's fucking weird though. I do, and I'm not weird. Why do you have seaweed in the house? What because are you using seaweed for? Seaweed is a superfood. You can put it in uh, you can put it in um, shakes and you can put it in other foods. And you can actually make I can kind of understand the pasta and the seaweed because you can make an interesting lasagna. Instead of using pasta noodles, you can use seaweed. Okay. And it's it's pretty good with a little bit of Italian spicy Italian sausage in it. Now the pickled onions and butter I could see going together. <laughs> well, you need to lube them up before you insert them, I'm thinking. Well, pickled onions by themselves, you could eat those right out of the jar. But I'm sure. thinking if you were cooking something and you didn't want whatever it was to stick in the pan, maybe you needed some butter to go with that. Maybe you wanted to saute the pickled onions. There you go. So that's normal. The condensed milk and avocado, I, I can't, in my <laughs> brain, I can't put anything together. <laughs> okay. That's weird. Uh, maybe that's like a Hispanic. Have we got? Can can we get a Hispanic person to weigh in on this? Because you, if you take that condensed milk and you boil it in a pan of water, so if you put the whole can in there, pop a hole in the top of it, you can create la leche, which is delicious. It's freaking amazing. If you've never done it, give it a shot. Look up the recipe. But uh, we used to do this all the time. Maybe you could dip the avocado in there. Maybe that would. Be good. I'm not sure. Okay, so we're going to get into this real quick, this cottage cheese and the mustard thing. <laughs> Do we have to? Yes, because oh, like, in my head I'm like, how does this go together? So this is an article from allrecipes.com. Cottage cheese and mustard are being bought together more than ever before. So we tried it. All right, and this is what it says. We've been seeing cottage cheese pop up in lots of different ways this year. First it was blended, then it was made into ice cream. We even did a taste test and found the best cottage cheese you can buy. 
Now, where does it go in to talk about the cottage cheese and the mustard? Okay, so this is what it is. Recently, a new way to utilize the creamy goodness of cottage cheese has taken over the airwaves. Just add mustard. TikTok user at Tiffany McGee has made the art of combining cottage cheese and yellow mustard. And that's it. A thing that everyone is talking about, but is it all hype? And here's her, there's her video. She's like dipping sausage in it. Uh-huh. And, and you just said it right there, TikTok. This is one of those trends. I mean, do you remember when they had the mustard on the cantaloupe trend and the mustard on the watermelon trend? And uh, I remember, yeah. All that bullshit trending. This is another one trying to influence the world to get them to do stupid shit. Here, dip your Tide Pod in cottage cheese and then cover it with uh, mustard and it'll be fine. And there are people that are swearing by this, this cottage cheese and mustard thing. Oh, my God, because we live in a world of sheep. Oh, yeah, they did it. I did it, too. Whether or not I really did, but I want to be no, liked by gonna, everybody she's else. She's going to dip a banana in it, I think. <laughs> Where is she putting the banana first? She's got, like, a whole plate of things here, like asparagus, sausages, broccoli, and she's just carrots, and she's dipping it all in the damn cottage cheese mustard. I'm telling you, needing this shit in her car. <laughs> she, she shit in her car. What? Excuse me. Like she's out in her car eating food because she's homeless. She's a homeless yeah, chick, and all she can get is the cottage cheese and the banana and the mustard. I guess it's just weird. <laughs> it's a TikTok. I, there are so many of these people doing strange shit like that all over TikTok. Here, get the vacuum cleaner if you want thicker, fuller lips. Turn it on and then let it suck your lips up to fullness so you look hot like Kardashian shit. Yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's weird, man. It's well. weird, Scooter. Now. Oh, my goodness. Up, 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 up. Don't do that. We'll have to go what back happened? to that. Oh, no. It was uh, your favorite Christmas carol came up. And I, I didn't want to spoil it. Because oh, yeah, not yet. We haven't gotten to that portion of the, uh, the, the evening. I think you guys are going to enjoy the Christmas carol lists we've come up with. So, anyway, if you look further down, okay, on the list... Uh, they give you some idea. They said Southerners in the states, including Kentucky, Louisiana, South Carolina, Georgia, and Tennessee, are most likely to order Reese's as their go-to candy. I've got to agree with them because I'm in a southern state, and Reese's is the best, hands down. I'm sorry. There's nothing else. I don't know. No, shut up. But if you're like <laughs> Jester and you're in some weird state, and unfortunately Alaska, Hawaii, Vermont, and Wyoming – they purchased nerds. Can you still buy those things? Are they available? Yeah, they still sell nerds, I think. Wow. All right. And then Never you've got been a huge fan of nerds. I, I Pop Rocks. Uh we're great. I don't know. Hey, welcome to the show, F1 Grid. Glad to see you from down under. Pop but, Rocks were okay. But yeah, but well, you know, I kept trying to get the Coke to explode them in my mouth because I was gonna sue either Coke or, or the uh Wonka. Candy company makes some money, but it never happened because that was like a fake fucking. Listen, you gotta you gotta understand though. So so me being where I'm from, like Hershey's was a staple, right? 
So your regular regular Hershey chocolate, like everybody up there has a bowl full of Hershey Kisses somewhere in their house. So that's why you like the Hershey Highway. And that's they're like a go-to. <laughs> I that was a big thing everywhere you would go up there, Hershey Kisses. It was like just a snack that was out all the time, anywhere you'd go. There'd be Hershey Kisses. Well, Jester, I'm sorry to inform you, but according to Uber Eats and their 2023 list, Hershey is nowhere on here. Well, Hershey done fell off. Hershey's gone. 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 I, the closest we get in Arizona and Delaware, and this makes perfect sense, they order Kit Kats. Okay, so what, what, was, what was your favorite, because i got to know, just and we'll do this quickly, what was your favorite childhood suite? Could be from the fair, could be from the... The wherever, it doesn't matter. What was your go-to? Like that one thing you saw, it you had to have it. I had two. I had two Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, number one, hands down. But you guys probably don't remember these. They were called Sixlets. 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 This was before M&M's came out with their delicious candy things. They were chocolate-coated candies. They came in a tube like a straw. And they were called Sixlets. I don't even think you can buy them anymore. I think I know what you were talking about. I yeah. think I've seen them. And they're in pretty colors, you know, like like pills and drugs and things. And uh, and they were crunchy. Um, in my grandfather's service station, he had, back then, they had a little candy box. They didn't have a candy counter. And in that candy box, he'd you have... You can still get them, dude. They're online. Are they? Yeah, okay. see, we would get them in the little clear tubes. They, somebody always had them at Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were cheap, but those things were delicious. I used to steal them out of my grandfather's candy box. <laughs> That's where I got hooked on them. That and the Reese's. That and, and the Reese's. And that, and he always had Dr Pepper stock. So that's where my love of Dr Pepper comes from. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> Jelly, honey, I'm not. I'm, I'm kind of sour, baby. My candy is never too sweet for you. I don't know what you're talking about. Nah, we'll never hear that again. All right. So as we go down the list, just something I want to touch on. They gave us the pairings for the foods that are ordered most, and I agree with some of these. I don't think these are weird. I mean, number one on the list, ribeye steak and vodka. Steak and vodka is good. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's perfect. If you think about it, cheeseburger and frozen margarita. Not bad combination either. I think that's perfect. Hell, I would order that if... Especially you, a hot summer day. Burger and a, and a cold drink, yeah. There you go. Burger and a cold drink on a cold winter's day while I'm sitting in the heat of my home because I don't go out. It's great. Chicken and a frozen pina colada. I guess it would depend on what kind of chicken. I, you know what? I don't care. Roast it, fry it, do whatever. Chick Fil A. I'm thinking like I'm thinking pe- like if I'm out at the bar and I'm a, you know I'm, I'm at a beach bar or something, a chicken taco. Yep. And a pina colada. Fuck yeah, let's go. Street chicken taco. There you go. That'll work. Yeah. Okay, now this one, this one is a little bit uh, suspect. I don't know. Maybe this is the fucking Yankees up in New England. So apologize if any of your fucking Yankees in New England celebrating Michelle Wu's mayoral bullshit in Boston. Uh, lobster tail and apple whiskey. That's mm. weird. That's weird. 
That's just strange. I don't know. I I could I could maybe see it. I'd try it. No, no apple. Number one, you don't put apples in whiskey ever. You uh, listen, you do you not. I I <sighs> don't even I'm go not there. Even, I'm not even a Crown Royal guy, but Crown Apple on the rocks. No, I'll fuck with it. Oh, that's disgusting. Nah. You don't. You suck on a Jolly Rancher if you want apple flavor, dude. Uh, you don't put it in your whiskey. I'm sorry, doesn't Whatever. work. But uh, now the last one I could get down with: tamales and daiquiris. Tamales and daiquiris. Tamales okay. and daiquiris. All right. Now, Pappy, you bring up a good point. He says apple pie moonshine. That's completely different. No, it's not. That that is complete. You're not sticking a fucking lobster tail in your jar. You drink the apple pie moonshine oh, wait, straight. They're not eating the lobster. They're putting it in the whiskey. I, they're pairing it up with the lobster. It's not a pair that goes together. I would not drink apple pie moonshine with lobster tail. I'm sorry, not going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. But tamales and daiquiris, I could, I could see that. Because you can get you can get sweet tamales or you can get the regular tamales. <laughs> lobster tail and white Zinfandel. Ooh, that would be a good lobster tail and Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, that would mm. be good. I'm gonna go with the lobster tail and Pinot Noir. Nice dark red balances that sweet lobster flavor. I'm thinking. I mean, I just prefer my lobster with butter. Well, <laughs> yeah. The lobster meat is kind of sweet, though, dumbass. Whatever. So, anyway, I just thought that was interesting. I'm going to hit you with a little bit of trivia. While we're uh, all right, let's do it. While we're moving through some of this, watch me uh, fuck this up. <laughs> see how, matter of fact, uh, we're gonna see. And thank you, uh, Podfather, for uh, we're gonna get Podfather in on this. See just how dumb Jester is. Uh oh. Anybody else that wants to uh, test their intellect against uh, Jester? Because love to have you. Bring it on. Who else would like to? Just there's, hit that. Uh, everybody in the audience. Is, is the saucy still in the room or, or Jake is where he can participate? Jakey, did, did, do you want to come up and play? I think Jakey ought to come Jake play. Dials. Jake Dials. Jake the man Dials. Jake is live. Jake Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jake Dial and Podfather to the Beats and Media Show. I was just called Jakey. I did call him Jakey. What's wrong yeah. with Jakey? Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll allow it. I gotta invite you again, Podfather. What? What did you go? Where'd he go? Did he leave? Podfather, are you still with us? I don't see him. He quit. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, Podfather, where are you, buddy? Okay, there it is. I'm, I'm doing it again. I don't know. I didn't kick you off. Maybe Jake did. Well, um, well, what happened is my Bluetooth headset finally decided to go take a dump. Are you still on those meds? Because I'm digging this Randy conversation you're having out here. <laughs> Taking a dump. Fuck them. 
bastards. That means the battery went down. That's what Brett from the Pulse podcast says about like the, the the electronic devices that want to act up on us or the battery dies on us. There you go. There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. Why am I echoing, Podfather? Come on now. Okay. I don't. I don't have a headset hooked up, so I'm having to speak directly into the phone. That's okay. That's all right. All right. So uh, here's the way we're going to do this. I got about five or ten Christmas-related trivia questions. We're going to test and see how smart you are against Jester. So it uh, it's you don't have to buzz in or anything. We're going to get an answer. We're going to start with Jester. We're going to find out how dumb he is, and then you guys can give me your answers and find out how smart you are. So oh God. here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The first question is, which country started putting up Christmas trees? Jester, your answer, please. Shit. Which country? Give me a country. There is, according to some world paper, almost 200 of them. Just pick one. Uh, Come on, Jester. The Netherlands. The Netherlands. The Netherlands. All right. Podfather, your guess. I'm going to say the Netherlands. Okay. Because I'm, I'm of the belief that Jester sounds pretty accurate about this one. Two Netherlands. I probably screwed up. Jake, <laughs> let's have the right answer, please. I will say Germany. That's right. Podfather, Jester, you're stupid. Jake is the winner for that question. Way to go, Jake. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Jake Dials. Jake Dials. God, he sounds so good, too. Man, all that rest he's gotten, it must be good for him. So, question number two, Jester. What is the best selling Christmas song? Your answer, please. The best selling Christmas song? That is correct. The best selling Christmas song. The best selling. Yeah. Uh, Jackson 5, Santa Claus is coming to town. That's not even a song, but we're going to go with that answer because it's too dumb. Oh, to even think about it. So, Podfather, what is your answer to the... Um, if, 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 if it's current, I'm going to go with the, the very overrated Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Okay, that's two answers. So we've got Jackson 5, not a song, and Mariah Carey's shit song. Jake, can you please give us the correct answer? I don't know, but I was going to say the Mariah Carey one, so I'm with Eric on this one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, panel and Jester are dumb. The the best-selling Christmas song is White Christmas, Bing Crosby. Jesus of a white Christmas. Chester, for the people. Didn't Michael that, Jackson sing Santa Claus is Coming to Town? No. When he was little Michael I'm, with I think speaking five. of the Jackson 5, I like the I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. That's, and he talks about he's going to tell his daddy, but what he forgets is it's his daddy that is Santa Claus. That's the song that Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5 sang. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. I think they did Santa Claus is coming to town. No, they did not. My other personal favorite Christmas song is Brenda Lee's Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Okay, so that's enough of that. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let's get back on track here with the uh, trivia. Now, the question is, this is an easy one, Chester, because I just gave you the answer. Who sang White Christmas? Ben Crosby. Who? 
I don't know. What did you say his name was? <laughs> what did you say his name was? Did I say Ben Crosby? I think that's what you said. We're going to take that as your answer. And Podfather, uh, who would you like to uh, elicit that saying the uh, White Christmas? In honor of Miss Dixie, Bing Crosby. Bada boom. So, Jake, you want to throw in there and let us know who you think saying White Christmas? Well, um, technically, Dylan Mulvaney has, um, but I'm also going to go with Bing Crosby. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Dixie got it right. All the rest of you are numbskulls, but uh, it was Bing Crosby. Oh, and uh, for the record, uh, the Jackson 5 did do Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Dude, get off of Wikipedia. I edit Wikipedia. I can put anything on there that I want to. You cannot believe what you're reading. You're still under the Google fucking fog. So just let it go. It was released on October 15th, 1970. Including the Christmas album is the Jackson's hit version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I'm about to mute you. Just stop it. All right. Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Dude, that's not even a song. It's a song. No, it's not. So, here is the next question for Jester, ladies and gentlemen. The next question is, which tree is the most popular Christmas tree? Which tree is the most popular Christmas tree? Ooh, I see somebody next to you. Tell her not to bend over anymore. Oh, she's bending over. I know. Tell her not to. That That's going to hurt our viewership. People are going to want to see um, more of that. The most popular Christmas tree. Come on. Oh, the one in New York. Uh, what the hell? Uh, what's that Christmas tree in New York? The Rockefeller Christmas tree. That is not the question. No, not that you could buy the most popular yes, Christmas tree. Yes, the most popular Christmas tree you can buy. What What version, what flavor of oh, Christmas the tree? Fir. Okay, you said the Douglas fir. Yeah, that's what that's what mischief said. All right, I'm going to go to Jake this time. Jake, you want to weigh in on the most popular Christmas tree? What type of a tree is it? That would be the uh, fir tree. The fir tree. What version of the fir tree do you think that would be? Yes. <laughs> Well, Podfather, you want to tell these gentlemen and ladies what the... Well, uh, um, and by looking at the, the chat, Miss Dixie and Jelly Six are saying the Fraser fur. Okay, and I'm also seeing the pine fur from Saucy and the spruce fur from Miss Dixie. But what is your answer, Podfather? I'm going with the Fraser. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Ladies and gentlemen, the most popular... Christmas tree is the Nordman fur. You can get it at Ooh, Nord wow. Nordman's Rack. Nordman's Rack. Sure, that the Nordman. The Nordman. No, it's I the Nord. Christmas tree. It is that the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree always insists on using every year. <laughs> well, that's a specially grown pine tree in uh, in Michigan that they truck in. Well, they, they uh, grow them also in Maryland and other Mid Atlantic and New England states as well, from what I've heard. Man, this this show's gonna rocket to number one with her doing that, Chester. You guys should she's be looking, watching. She's looking for a bowl to make her Oreo O's. Oh. Just tell her to get the Fruit Loops. I guess you're It'll all be the good. show in the kitchen, mm. right, Chester? 
Uh, that is correct. Okay. So next question while I uh, recoup here. Uh, thank Mischief for me for that. Um, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's like a hand floating in front of you. That was pretty yeah. hot. I like that. I, see, this is, we're not at the studio. We're at the house. So, here, you know, this is what I get for recording in the kitchen. Yeah, but the weird thing was is you were at the studio earlier. And you, like, made this big declaration that you were getting rid of the studio. You know, I'm about, I'll be out of it by the 15th of December. And I you're, thought I was going to be. You're Listen. still in the studio. I know. I don't want to be in the studio anymore. So, anyway, next question, ladies and gentlemen. What is the highest grossing ever, highest grossing ever Christmas movie? Ooh. I'm going to say The Grinch. Ooh, The Grinch. Good answer. And, uh, Podfather, what uh, what do you think? I'm going to go out on a limb and say Home Alone. So Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Interesting. Happy New Year, too. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Jake, would you like to weigh in on this? The Jake's going to say Die Hard. Highest grossing ever. <laughs> I'm gonna go also on my own limb, and uh, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. A Christmas Story. That is my favorite movie. You've got it right there. But the highest-grossing movie, Podfather had it. Home Alone. Home Alone. <laughs> Home Alone. Well, and and, and, no and the story about yeah. Macaulay Culkin is he eclipsed. Um, as, as the highest-grossing child actor of all time, a, a record that was previously held by Shirley Temple. Interesting facts that we don't want to know about. But I like your uh, spunk there. Way to go, Podfather. It's the medicine that he's taken for that uh, for the foreskin on his toe. That has really brought his personality. <laughs> well, I guess you could probably say I'm in a very chipper mood tonight, gentlemen. I'm glad you are. We are so thankful you're here with us. All right, next question. But you're probably about to get the two-minute warning on Podbean here in a minute. Pretty much, because we're going to wrap this up. So the next question, the last and final question, I know... Everybody but Jester will get this. Fuck. Everybody but Jester will get this. So, Meili Kalikamala Makalaka Makalaka Haka Haka Haka. Meili Kalikamaka is a term used for Christmas in which language, Jester? Um, Samoan. 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 I like that answer. Podfather, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Big Jake because he looks like a Samoan. I want to know what Jake has to say about this. He looks like an anorexic. What language? Isn't that like Polynesian? Polynesian, Samoan, like okay, Hawaiian Polynesian. What? That's like Hawaiian Polynesian, right? Okay, pick one or the other. <laughs> The Hawaii fuck are you? You're, it's a it's a country. You're, you're skating the lines. No, there's actual languages here. I know. Didn't we skate the lines on the Christmas tree types? No, Nordman fur. That was it. You get it at Nordman rack. Nordman fur, Douglas fur. They're all fur. And no, fur. no, a Nordman fur. What the fuck are I you talking about? Furler. God, <laughs> are you, you talking about? Are you snorting the carpet cleaner? What the fuck's no. going on? Not anymore. <laughs> well, good, because it's not helping you here. So pick one. Uh, 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 Polynesian. Well, you're all dumb. 
Well, I'm going to say Swahili. No, it's Hawaiian. Jelly got it. She knows it. She says oh, it. Where'd it go, Jelly? All the time. Oh. I was going to say Hawaiian, but I thought the Hawaiian people spoke Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> it's only when they're in Samoa. <laughs> well, in honor of Steve McGarrett, book him, Dano. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? I'm so confused. It's a reference to Hawaii Five-O. Book him, Dano. There you go. And um, I understand Miss Dixie says she's never heard of a Nordman fur. And to be candid with you, I have never heard of a Nordman fur because I thought the Fraser and the Douglas were the, like the two biggest sellers in the United States. But turns out there actually is a Nordman fur, and it does happen to be the biggest seller during Christmas. So go figure that shit out. I had no idea. Thank you, Miss Dixie and Saucy and Crazy Lady for joining Podbean Podcast Nation on Facebook. Okay, I'm going to get the whip out. Podfather, we've warned you about this several times. Just want to make sure you're still staying in between the lines there. (laughs) Anyway. Well, we need um, 19 more to get to 100 followers to, to join as members. Oh, cool. All right. Well, everybody go out there. So here's, yeah, let's, let's give this. Did a, I join this a pl- already from the Facebook page? It's from the Facebooker and, uh, our, our good friend and, uh, world class promoter and, and, and big eater BP 49 has started a promotion, uh, page on Facebook and it's the Podbean Podcast Nation. And he gives out a lot of great information about current podcasts going on, things happening in the world. I imagine it's only going to grow from here. So be sure to go out there on Facebook, search for it. It's the Podbean Podcast Nation. His podfather is so politely placed. We should have had P. P should have been the word. Uh, I think it's 81 members. Is this it? And and that number will probably continue to grow. Hopefully, we can reach that goal of 100, hopefully, before December 31st, unless we get it sometime in January. There you go. Oh, I see us. We're live on there right now. We are there. Well, we're live on Facebook, and we're we're live on... Uh, well, no. BP done shared us out on the thing. I'm looking at my face right now. You look kind of trashy, so maybe you ought to put on a hat or something. But anyway, yeah, we're live on Rumble, and here, here's the other thing. We want to... Uh, we're also on Twitch. We have gotten very close on Rumble to 100 viewers for every show. Matter of fact, last show, 96. So, and we're getting the two-minute warning, and we're just going to... We're going to skedaddle And out I dropped the link for it in chat. So I want to thank, uh, thank Jake, and I want to thank Podfather for taking the moment to come